Welcome to the Woeful FC Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Brezzi. Welcome to episode 30 of the podcast. Today we're talking about Barcelona's Queen's Cup win, their seventh cup title. And we're going to talk about it right now. So let's go. Welcome to the Woeful FC Podcast. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. This is episode 30. I'm your host, Natalie Barezzi. Like I said, we're talking about Barcelona's Queen's Cup win, but first, we have to talk about their league win against Real Betis. They played last Wednesday, and it was just another day in the office, another big win for Barcelona. Every game seems like their average score is at least three goals or more. And at this point, compared to the last few games, it seems like it's at least five goals or more. They beat Real Betis 6-0 at home with goals for everyone, basically. Mapi Leon in the 10th minute with an assist from Vicky Lozada. Alexia in the 11th, one minute right after with a just a... Chef's kiss goal, you gotta go see it, assisted by Mariona Caldente. And then, of course, we had none other than Aitana Bonmati, who's had a fantastic two weeks. She scored her goal in the second half, in the 57th minute, assisted by none other than Marta Torejon, who I've been missing Marta Torejon's goals, but I'm glad she's my sister too, that's fine. And then, of course, you know. The Rocket goal scorer, Jennifer Hermoso, in the 66th moment, got the 4-0. Her goal came with an assist from Lique Martens, who was assisting all around in this match. Because for the 5-0, the goal scored by Patri in the 75th, it was also assisted by Lique Martens. A perfect pass from Lique, if I do say so myself. And then the last goal came... Seven minutes, with seven minutes left in the game, the 83rd minute, Ginny Fermoso got herself a penalty to steal the deal and give Barcelona the 6-0 win. I mean, I have no complaints, a clean sheet and uh, lots of goals. Here's some stats from the Barca game against Real Betis. Possession, 74%. 25 shots, 15 on target, 7 corners, and no yellow cards and no red cards. That just shows the efficiency of the defense, or rather, I guess the lack. (laughs) They didn't have to do anything, and they were just basically helping with the attack. Because you get to a point where the defense just gets bored of waiting and just, you know, raises that high pressure and just ruins Real Betis' day. Poor Sandra Paños is just back there like... I don't know what to do. I'm just going to sit here. Just get cold. Um, we're going to have to have her start taking some free kicks now. Because she's probably getting bored. And then, of course, we had the game on Saturday. The Queen's Cup Final. Finally, it's the Queen's Cup Final from last season. If you're thinking it's a bit weird that it's playing now. Yes, it is because it's last season. Because, you know, the coronavirus, the pandemic... Everything was very confusing. So it was finally played against Logroño. 
and Barcelona chose a very strong lineup with Sandra Paños, Mapi León, Jennifer Hermoso, Marta Torejón, Alexia, Patri, Aitana Bamati, Leila, Graham Hansen, Andre Pereira, and Lique Martins. And while Barcelona did have some troubles to get through Logroño, they had recently played Logroño in, in the league away, and it was just a 2-0 win, which for Barcelona this season is a pretty small uh, win, a small amount of goals. And so Logroño is a pretty, they've been doing very well. Uh, they've been getting to a lot of finals, and they've definitely had a strong defense against Barcelona, but where there's a will, there's a way, and this Barcelona loves to win. And so they lifted up that trophy. They got a 3-0 win against Logroño in Málaga. The first goal came from a penalty from none other than Alexia. Who's it going to be? She loves seeing her team win and helping out. Also, it was a very obvious penalty. Like, some penalties are debatable, whatever you wish you have a bar in women's football. But this one, I mean, they just dragged her down. And I was, for a moment, I thought they weren't going to call the penalty. And I was about to be very upset. I was about to go fly on down to Malaga. But it was called and just fantastic penalty from Alexia. Penalties very stressed me out a lot. But uh, she took it stress-free. And she got that opening goal. And I don't know what that first goal did, but in a unlocked just something in the team and they just went full charge able to pass through the defense and Miss Aitana Bamati found her spot and she got just a fantastic goal I'm sure you've seen it but if you haven't go look at it almost outside the box right in the inside Oof, there was no stopping that goal and 2-0 at the end of the half In the second half, Barcelona was only able to score one goal in the 61st minute from Jennifer Hermoso to end the game. But it is true that Logroño played very well. And shout out especially to Pamela Tajonar, who was, of course, used to play for Barcelona. She had an exceptional game. Honestly, she was one of the best players. Surprised that she wasn't named player of the match. Of course, it was given to Aitana Bamati. I can't complain. But had it had it have not been given to her, Pamela Tajonar was fantastic. Barcelona could have won by quite a few more goals, and she was just fantastic. She really showed up for her team today or on Saturday, and uh, it was very impressive. And it's lovely to see that for ex-Barca players that are doing well at their club. I have no complaints. Although when it's against Barcelona, I'm like, come on. Come on, this is your ex-team. Show a little respect here. Let him score a goal. But uh, it's good to see good to see her doing well. And so Barcelona were crowned 2019-2020 Queen's Cup champions. This is the seventh time in their history that they've lifted up the Queen's Cup trophy. Very exciting. This team is historical. They are now the team with the most Queen's Cups. They were tied with Levante with six, but now they have seven and Levante has six and then Espanol also has six. Barcelona is now the queen, the queens of Spain, uh, historically as well, not just for last season. Hopefully, it is a little weird, but hopefully they can retain their title in a, in a few months when 
when the next final happens. It's a bit weird, but uh, COVID, you know? So this means that we finally ended the 2019-2020 season. It was really a never-ending thing. Barcelona played 35 games. I know it went on so long. It's hard to believe that it was only 35 games. They played 21 in the league. They had 19 wins and 2 ties. 6 in the Champions League. 5 victories. And of course, that one loss to Wolfsburg. 4 in the Queen's Cup. 4 wins. 2 in the Super Cup. 2 wins. And 2 in the Queen in the Catalan Cup with 2 wins. 35 games. They only lost once. And they only tied one, only tied twice. Not too bad, if I do say myself. And they lifted up the treble. I mean, this is a bit of a debate. People are saying that it's the... They just want to the double because the league and the cup. I, for one, would count the Spanish Super Cup and count it as a treble just because it's nice, okay? They didn't win the Champions League, but they did win the Spanish Super Cup. And, you know, I think there's value to that and that should be counted. But if you do want to count just the league and the cup, it is the third time that Barcelona has won the league and the Queen's Cup. They did it in 2020, 2014, and 2013. They are now the only team to have done it three times. Levante has done it twice in 2001, 2002. Espanyol has done it once in 2006. And then, of course, the other teams who have only done it once. But Barcelona, this was just a really historical moment. And it's not surprising to see because this team just does not stop breaking records and breaking Rewriting history, basically. So hopefully, this will motivate them to lift up another league title and another Queen's Cup title and maybe the first Champions League. Because after losing the Super Cup, the Spanish Super Cup this season, which was a pity, but um, hopefully they'll be like, you know what, we lost that one, but let's retain our titles. And the league, they're doing good. So let's see, the Queen's Cup and the Champions League. Let's go, because now they're really, really looking strong. And uh, I mean, I'm very biased, that is true, but come on. The performances talk for themselves. They're playing extremely well, and they're going to compete for it all. I'm really excited for the Champions League, because the league, I mean, I want them to win it, of course. But if they don't, well, if they don't, I would be sad too, because they should absolutely win it. But I want to see the Champions League. I want to see them make it to the final. Or at least, like... Luckily, the good thing is this year, that the semifinals will be played in two legs. Unlike last year, because of the coronavirus, there was only one leg. But I want to see them make it to the... Make it far in the Champions League and compete for the Champions League title. I just want to see them win. I just want to see them win, lift that title. And I think... It could be the season, or if not the season, it'll be very, very soon. So while Logroño and Barcelona were competing on Saturday for the Queen's Cup, there were actually Primera Iberdrola matches played this weekend because due to COVID and matches being postponed, blah, 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 teams have less games than others, so they gotta make up these games. So Santa Teresa played against Sporting Huelva. Sporting Huelva took the win 1-0. Atletico Madrid played Valencia, winning 4-1. And Deportivo 
lost 3-1 to Real Betis, also suffering a red card. And Rajiv Vallecano played against Espanyol, beating them 2-0 at home. Espanyol also suffered a red card. And the last game played was Nenerife versus Eibar, beating them 2-1. Eibar also suffered a red card. Lots of red cards uh, this week, this weekend in the Primera Verdola. One, two, three red cards. Don't know what happened this weekend, a bit of a stressful time. But in the standings, Barcelona remains on top. They have 16 games. They still have a few games to make up, but they are leading 16 wins, no draws, no losses, 48 points. And Levante is behind them with 19 games and 41 points. Real Madrid in third, 18 games and 38 points. Barcelona will have to at some point make up those Four, three or four games. Who knows when that'll happen? But uh, for now, it's looking good. Looking around Europe, there were league matches as well as cup matches being played. In Germany, they only played two matches: Bayern Munich versus Werder Bremen, winning seven nil, and Wolfsburg beat Hoffenheim one zero. A big win for Wolfsburg to hold back Hoffenheim in the third place position in the league. But Bayern Munich remains in first, undefeated, 42 points after 14 games. Wolfsburg behind with 37 points. Wolfsburg is going to have to catch up at some point soon, I believe, in March. The two will face off, but for now, Bayern Munich seems just unstoppable. And in France, only one match was played. EC versus Dijon, uh, EC won. They did suffer a red card, but they were still able to win the match. The French division standings are as follows. Paris, PSG, remains in first with 14, 14 matches and 40 points. And Lyon is right behind with 39 points. And then Bordeaux is behind with 26 points. So like in Germany, these first two teams are fighting for the league title and it's all down to them in italy they played the italian cup they played the second leg of the quarterfinals juventus beat empoli 5-0 on aggregate beating them 10-4 not too bad milan played sassuolo and won well actually they tied 0-0 but because of aggregate 1-1 they won on away goals and Fiorentina played Internazionale they beat them 1-0 and on aggregate they beat them 2-1 uh, Roma played Florencia beat them 6-1 and on aggregate just a nice total of 10-1 in England they also played the league Manchester City beat Manchester United on Friday 3-0. A nice result for City in the Manchester, Manchester Derby. And Bristol City lost 5-0 to league leaders Chelsea. Reading tied 1-1 with Everton. And the league currently stands with Chelsea in first with 38 points. Manchester City in second with 33 points. One game less than Chelsea. And United in third with 32, Arsenal's in fourth with 23, 
but only 13 games. Uh, but soon, March 14th, about a month from now, they will play the uh, English Cup, the FAWSL Cup, Chelsea versus Bristol City. So keep your eye out for that. So if you're looking for more club football, hoping to see Barcelona or so, uh, you had luck because it's time for international break. Spain will be playing against Azerbaijan on Thursday, February 18th, and Poland on Tuesday, February 23rd. They will be playing the last matches that were postponed of the qualifying for the Euro. This qualification seems to never end for Spain. Uh, they're looking very strong. They just put out the 23 players that will represent their country. The Barcelona representatives are Sandra Paños, uh, Mapi Leon, Andre Pereira, Lea Wahabi, Patri, Alexia, Aitana, Mariona, and Jennifer Hermoso. No surprise there. So we'll see how Spain does. They've been playing very well lately. So I'm assuming that they'll be able to get the six points. And Barcelona will return March 7th. Hopefully, fingers crossed, if COVID doesn't create any more complications, they will be playing away from home against Santa Teresa on March 7th. And then on March 14th, they will play against Valencia at home. So, it'll be a bit, but we'll have some international football to hold us until club football comes back. So, thank you so much for listening to the Wolf FC podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Brezzi. If you want to talk football, hit me up on Twitter at NatalieBrezzi underscore or on Instagram at WolfoFC. Thank you so much for listening and tune in for the next episode. Goodbye.